Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Is it? <laughs> it is. It is. A, it's a crazy lifestyle. And like I, I say lifestyle because it's not just on the in-training. Like... When you're working with him, he's kind of, he's made us all change the way that we live. The big thing for me is like, if your foot is onside and you're maybe leaning a little bit, you can't be offside, man. That's crazy. (laughs) Um, I think my agent has had like a, a talk with them about kind of what's gonna happen in the future and stuff. And I think it's, it's one of them where the season is so close to ending, you just stay focused on the last few games and then you sort that then, do you know what I mean? So I think it's all positive and like I said, I, I do love it at Leeds, like the, the city. Obviously, Calvin's in England now and he's, he's, he's stepped up a lot. Big but time now, yeah? No, nah, yeah, yeah, he's, he's gone up, he's gone up. So. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Beautiful Game Podcast. Dej, chat to me. What are you saying, bro? I'm good, bro. It's been a minute since we've done a play interview. You know, it feels like a couple of months. I've missed it. Looking forward to it. But as you know, Dot, we've been grafting behind the scenes, trying to make a better content, better product. So, yeah, we haven't forgotten about you guys tuning in. Definitely. Just to show you guys we're working hard and we're committed more than ever to bring you the best content possible. Now, let's dive straight into the episode. We are joined by, you know, Leeds United forward Tyler Roberts. How are you today, bro? I'm good. I'm good. Weather's bad, but I'm nice, bro. I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, welcome to the platform. You know, you're someone that we follow this season. You know, you're having a devastating effect in the latter half. So we're looking forward to chopping it up with you, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's good to be here. It's good to be here. And obviously, off off record, you said this is your first podcast, so I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, number one. <laughs> <laughs> so if I'm a bit rusty, I'm, just just give me time. <laughs> no, that's cool. You, you know what's crazy? Just very quickly before we start, I was actually at the um, Crystal Palace versus Leeds United game, 
earlier on in the season, I think towards oh. the beginning of the season, and I was sitting right behind you. Yeah. And obviously I was in the press box, but because of COVID, they had to like move the journalist around. So I got closer to the players. So I was literally sitting right behind you. And I was like, Tyler, Tyler, but you wasn't turning around. I was going to be like, yeah, let me get your match day jump at the end of the game. But you couldn't hear me, would it? I would have nice you. I'd have gave you that, man. So obviously to, to put you on blast, I didn't get it that day. But if you don't mind, maybe we can donate a Leeds training jumper or, you know, a kit yeah, yeah. to, yeah, nah, you know, 100%. the best comment in the comments on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, okay, the best comment. I the best like comment. that. Yeah. I like comment. Yeah, you switched it up. I put it down for yourself. <laughs> no, no. And even that. if you're watching this podcast, yeah. <laughs> like it, you know, subscribe to the content, you know, that helps with the algorithms and stuff. So, yeah. So, yeah, then jump straight in. Yeah, so, Tyler, it's been a great season so far for Leeds and for you personally you know, yeah. towards the back end. So how would you personally assess how the season's gone so far for you? Um, I think it's definitely, like you said, it's been positive. Um, I've been at Leeds now for like three and a half years, nearly four years. So every season I've kind of had like a couple of injuries that have just stopped me progressing and trying to stay in the team and stuff. So I've been fit all season, so that's been the the most positive thing for me is that I've been able to keep my fitness and then be able to just battle to get in a team as a fit and healthy player. So, so how, how is it working under Marcelo Bielsa? Because we've seen, you know, so many great managers come out and say, this man, oh, he's a genius. We've seen Pep yeah. Guardiola look up to him. We've seen people like Brendan Rodgers, you know, blow his trumpet. So how is it? to work with him? What does he demand day-to-day in training? Crazy. <laughs> it is, it is a, it's a crazy lifestyle. Like, I, I say lifestyle because it's not just when we're in training. Like, when you're working with him, he's kind of, he's made us all change the way that we live. I mean, no one was living bad and no one was doing bad stuff, but it's like, you're eating when you're at home. We're getting weighed in every single day. So like you eat a little bit more than you should at dinner. You're weighing in the morning and you're heavy and it's, it's, a, it's a stress. So it's like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of other stuff that like people probably don't know about, but in the training ground and that it's, it's, it's good. It's a lot different to what I've been through before. And I think all the boys will say the same thing that like the, the training that we do is, different to what I've ever seen before. How's but, Murderball? How's Murderball? A Murderball, boy. <laughs> <laughs> we did it today. We did uh, it today. And I think we've got it tomorrow as well. But um, yeah, that's, that is ridiculous. The hardest thing I've done. Yeah, so just in context, like for people tuning in that don't know what it is, what does this Murderball training system entail? So Murderball is basically 11 v 11 game. There's no throw-ins, there's no fouls, there's no stopping. And literally, as you've seen on the pitch, we play like man for man kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So we'll set up against each other like team A and team B. And then you've got your man and it's just a charge up. You've got, mm-hmm. say, eight times, three minutes. And like for the whole three minutes, you're just sprinting, running. Coaches are all in the in the pitch, just shouting to run here, run there. It's hectic. Crazy. It's, it's funny because I was actually watching um, 
Marcelo Bielsa's documentary, El Loco, um, that was done by yeah, Sky. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, they were following him around. He seems like a very down-to-earth man. You can find yeah. him in the local Morrisons. Yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. people like Mauricio Pochettino talk about his effects as a man. Yes, he's a great coach, but they say that he changes you personally. Like, what's one trait in your life that you believe he's changed in you to shape you to develop into a into a better human being? I think just appreciating what you've actually got. Um, he's obviously a massive name in football and you'd expect him, he's very demanding. So of course he expects things, but at the same time, it's like just even the training ground, just respecting the training ground and like what kind of facilities we have and how lucky and fortunate we are. Obviously we've worked hard to get in that position, but at the same time, a lot of people have worked hard and not been able to quite get there. So just appreciating it, yeah. And how do you buy into his philosophy? Because I want to go back to a game against Manchester City earlier on in the season when you drew 1-1. Yeah. And when I was watching it, I was like, this is almost like a basketball match. It was literally end-to-end, man-for-man, 1v1, 2v2. As players, how do you buy into that philosophy? Because surely when results don't go your way or when you're on the back of a beating, surely you may be looking like this doesn't work. So how do you buy into that style of football? Yeah, I think that is, obviously, it's a good question because it's something that none of us have ever been used to before and it's still not what we like we're used to so I think the season before he came in the boys were flying I joined in January but I was injured for the rest of the season and they was flying at the start of the season and then they kind of dropped off and ended up around mid-table and I think because he came in and straight away we was just winning games winning games everyone was buzzing off the way that we're playing we've got a big name manager I think that kind of just, that helped us all settle into kind of playing like that. And when we did start losing, it was tricky because he's not a person to kind of change the way that we're playing. It's just, mm. you got to stick to it. So it was difficult at start. Um, the first season, obviously, we it was quite heartbreaking. We didn't get the promotion that we thought we deserved and we was going to get. But the second season, we all just bought into it again and, Obviously, it works. Yeah, so talking about you now more personally, this season, obviously, you've matured like a fine wine. Obviously, towards <laughs> the start, obviously, you were getting minutes here and there. You made your debut yeah. against Liverpool. But I think it was the game against Arsenal where you came on, where you really set yeah. your mark on the game. So from watching from the sidelines and watching the boys in action, what were the sort of things that Marcelo was telling you to pick up, to pick up on to be able to break into the team? Yeah, he was, I think he's a, he's a manager that can, he reads things very well. So he knew that I could do certain things, but he also knew why I wasn't doing them when I was coming on or why if I started a couple of games, why I wasn't impacting the game like I should be. And he kind of just showed me where I should be picking the ball up and what sort of things I should be doing in what areas. And I kind of just, decided to just like, take it all in and obviously the Arsenal game like you said I, I think I came on and did well so yeah. I kind of kicked on from there but yeah like you said it's been a, the start of the season I was coming on here and there but the second half of the season then I've had a lot more minutes 
And in terms of your personal performance, what would you say is next? Because I've watched you throughout the course of the season. You know, as they said earlier, you were getting minutes here and there, but now you've almost cemented yourself as a starter. You're very decisive in that attacking third, creating opportunities. I think VAR disallowed your first Premier League goal, unfortunately. So from a personal point of view, would you say that's the next step, scoring regularly in the Premier League? Yeah, and it's something that I can't get my own head round because I'm just like I know I can, like I know I'm I can score goals. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But obviously, it's not come yet, and I think I'm uh, my own worst critic. So the fact that I've not done it it frustrates me. But at the same time, it's like I'm someone that will always like, kind of trust the process instead of the results. So I've had a couple of chances, and I'm. Learn from them kind of thing and I will take the learning curve from it whether the people will take the frustration do you know what I mean but yeah I think the next thing for me is definitely impacting games more with stats as in goals and assists and I have belief that I can do it but don't don't you think that's almost indicative to your level of performance because yeah right now you're not scoring goals but Marcelo Bielsa is ensuring that you're on that team sheet every week at the moment. So surely your performance level must make you happy and proud as things stand right now. Yeah. Like I said, I'm I'm just never happy with what I'm doing. <laughs> but um, sometimes I do think, obviously, what if I was scoring goals as well? Like I know that I'm not scoring and I still think my performances have been good. So to say I haven't been scoring goals and the manager still trusting me to go out there and start in the Premier League and in a top 10 side it's like I must be doing something right but yeah like I said the the goals have to come they have to come yeah they have to come (laughs) they're coming they're coming bro I've had a few celebrations lined up and I've not been able to use them (laughs) nah soon come soon come I was going to ask you like you're very versatile you can play up top you can play on the wings you can play inbound the striker if it was down to you what position is your best? Over my career, I would like to say that I'll be a number nine, a striker, because I think I've grew up kind of learning that position. And it's only been the last few years that I've really kind of learned the number 10 position. But I think that it's been good for me and the right thing, because number nine, you know, there's like a, it's a big pressure and you have to be scoring goals and, I've been young and still learning the game. So to play in the number 10 position where I can, I don't have to be the one to hold the ball up all the time. And I've been able to kind of learn and be a number nine and a number 10. So it's been good, but definitely I'd say a number nine for sure. You mentioned that you have a few celebrations lined up. <laughs> and um, earlier on in the season, I saw Mikel Antonio give an interview saying that, listen, he doesn't celebrate anymore because of yeah. he never knows if a goal is going to be yeah, disallowed, yeah, yeah. whether there's a handball in the build-up. So as players, what is your feeling towards VAR at the moment? Me personally, I think it's got out of hand. I think some of the goals that I'm seeing being disallowed is ridiculous and I think I get the feeling of that in football as a general. But then at the same time, I've seen, I've heard something that Premier League clubs want to keep the offside rule as it is. And I'm 
hear people complain every week about this stuff and it's just like well why would we keep it the same mm. I think the big thing for me is like if your foot is onside and you're maybe leaning a little bit you can't be offside, man. It's, that's crazy. <laughs> okay, that tell, is crazy. Well, tell, I, okay, I, I'm someone that's never played the game. So I'm an armchair viewer. And for me, when I'm looking at the game, offside yeah. is offside, no? Surely if a part of your... But what are you trying to score, say is offside? So whether you're showing... Before, before <laughs> the advantage used to be given to the attacker. Now we're seeing less yeah. goals given when things are level. So it's taking yeah. away that nuance. Yeah, and I think it's taken away a lot of like, I know the fans love to talk about, oh, is that should have been a goal? Yeah. This have... The pub chat, the pub there. chat. Yeah, 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 the pub chat. Yeah, in this, it's gone. I know I see the pubs are gone at the moment as well. <laughs> but no, like, um, yeah, it just takes away the fun a bit. I think, okay, cool, if you're saying your shoulder's offside and that's the rules, but people want to see goals, you know, like, that's the whole point of the game is to score goals and, you're taking it away for someone's nose and ear being off. I think, what was the game? Fulham. Have you seen that off the Luke Aylin's goal where I crossed it into him? I think my ponytail was offside. <laughs> yeah. Go check it. My ponytail was offside. I remember the one um, against Crystal Palace, Patrick Bamford, when he was pointing with yeah. the run and I was at the game and I saw the Leeds United bench go crazy crazy because you know they've got the iPad on the bench so like you can okay. see the, the decision yeah. and everyone's like yeah onside onside on there I'm like oh yeah cool he's onside and then they the geezer was like offside and it was just like whoa like is this what that I think that was the first time where like we as a team as well was like that's like, that's fine. That's a fine margin now. Yeah, I was going to ask you about, we mentioned him, I think Dot mentioned him, pointing his arm, Patrick Bamford. You know, 15 goals this season. Yeah. And in the past, he's been a player that's sort of been dubbed a championship player. That If he comes to the Premier League, he won't be able to cut it. But this yeah. season, you know, he shut up all of the doubters. What sort of work has Marcelo Bielsa undertook with him? Because it seems like probably Marcelo Bielsa is probably the only one that will be able to get this level of performance out of Patrick Bamford because he's a man that develops footballers and human beings. Yeah, I think Patrick's, he's just like a proper chilled out guy. Like he's, he's great to be around and he's kind of somebody that's had a lot of criticism in the championship and stuff like that. But like you said, he's, he's in the Prem now and I think... I think he just took it in his stride, really. I've all like as soon as he came to the club, his finishing is like a one. Like his finishing is is on point. There's yeah. been videos that have come out of training and stuff, but like his finishing is very good. So it wasn't a surprise to anybody, well, at the club as well, that he scored these kind of goals. It was more like just getting the the opportunities and then having the confidence to kind of consistently put goals away, and he's done it. So where, where would you rank him in terms of strikers in the country? Because when I watch him, I just think he's a joy to watch, finishing on point. The yeah. way he just strikes the ball with so much elegance, it just, oh, I, I just love it. It's elegance. He hits yeah, it just... clean. Yeah, it's nonchalant. It's, it's like, nonchalant. Like, it's like a, you're just hitting a, you're swinging a baseball bat or something. It's just clean. 
So where would yeah. you rate him in terms of Premier League strikers? And have you learned by watching his movement, by watching his dedication, by watching his yeah. level of finishing ability? Is that someone that you look at and aspire to, you know, achieve a similar standard? Yeah, in terms of Premier League strikers, it has to be up there because of this season. I know, I think he should have got the England call. I think it was a couple months ago. He's yeah. scored this many goals. He's up on the top scorers list. And it was unfortunate, obviously, that he didn't. But he's, he was, you know, he wasn't even like, angry about it. He's just not that person. So he just carried on working hard and hopefully he'll get that call. But he's somebody that I have to learn off because... I think what I need to get better is my movement in the box. And that's what he's got on point. Like so many of his goals have come up, come from getting across defenders yeah. and little tap-ins or just getting across the front post. And it gets you, it's, it's probably got an extra five, five, six, seven goals this season. As you mentioned before, you're now sort of like a mid-table Premier League club. You know, you're yeah. rubbing shoulders with the likes of Everton, um, Arsenal as well. When you got promoted to the Premier League, we normally hear most managers come out and say, listen, our instinct, we just want to stay in the Premier League. If we stay above the dotted line, that's going to be okay. My yeah. gut feeling is with Marcelo Bielsa, that wasn't the case. So <laughs> what was his... <laughs> Impossible. You even seen our first, our first game, play the champions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, one, not, not yeah. one bit defensive at all. Yeah. Just... They're straight away open game. But I think that's what's great. And that's why I enjoy playing so much is because no matter who we're playing, we was 10 men against City is the, the most yeah, defensive we've yeah. been. But you're still seeing us on counter-attacks, mm -hmm. open. It's like, it doesn't matter who we're playing. I think if we was in the Champions League and we was playing Real Madrid, yeah. we're still doing the same thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's great to be involved in. And obviously... I think it's been great for people to watch as well, but like you say, his his philosophy is just like so much different to anybody else. There's no game where we'll go into it like we'll sit off and then try and hit them on the counter. It's just always like we have to be on the ball, we have to control the game, and we've had like more possession than most teams we played this season, which yeah. is crazy for a team that's just been promoted. How important have the senior players been um, in the side this season? Obviously, Luke Aylin, um, Cooper, the, the main man in midfield, Calvin Phillips, who's just been absolutely <laughs> just holding it down. Just holding it down. Yeah, holding it down by himself. <laughs> I think I, I watched these performance against Everton um, earlier on in the season. And I was like, this was one of the best defensive midfield performances I've seen in the Premier League this yeah. season. So how important have those players been for the rest of the squad's harmony? Yeah, Dave obviously was there from the start of the Marcelo Bielsa thing, like a lot of us, but they've been playing for the last three seasons. So for them to come in and kind of, just handle Premier League life the way that they have is kind of gave everyone else that bit of security and safety as like, yeah, we can all do this. So it's definitely been good for all of us. Obviously, Calv's been England now and he's 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 stepped up a lot. Big but time now, yeah. No, nah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's gone up, he's gone up. So. What, so do you think he should be starting for England? Because I remember speaking to someone senior at Leeds and when you got promoted, they were yeah. saying that, listen, Calvin Phillips, 
coming into the Premier League, he's one of England's three best central midfielders. He was saying that he can rank similarly to Henderson's, Declan Rice's. So do you think he should be starting come the Euros? I think the I think it has to depend on the way that the manager wants to play. Mm. I think the way that Calvin plays, as in like, I love it because it's like, if I want to see DM, I want him <laughs> holding it down, making big tackles. <laughs> yeah. And then when he's getting on it, he's just hitting diag. Yeah. Like, if I had a CDM, I want him to play like that. So for me, I, I would be, I'd be starting him in, in any team really. But um, yeah, I think he's, He's definitely shown what he's about this season and he's up to his game and stuff. So it's there for him. I mean, he could easily start in the, in the Euros. Yeah, so another thing I wanted to talk about is you're heavily involved in community projects. You recently won an award for your influence in and around Leeds for taking a proactive approach. Yeah, We've recently seen the sort of social media blackout campaign where most people sort of didn't use Twitter or yeah. Instagram for a few days. Do you think that was a useful solution or strategy in terms of ending online abuse? In terms of ending it, no. I think it was something that brought everyone together again, like the taking the knee and stuff like that. And I'm all for it because if it's doing a little bit, then it's doing something. And I think it wasn't about... I had a lot of talks about it and it wasn't about kind of ending online abuse, but more like trying to get social media platforms to do something. And mm. that's that's the only people right now that I can see having a real input on ending it. Because if someone has to take responsibility for what they say, you ain't gonna you're not gonna say it, are you? Like mm. people are saying it because they're behind the keyboard keyboard warriors yeah, they, they can get a bit brave <laughs> they know they ain't gonna see you in any yeah. confrontation so yeah that's why they be doing it but if if you kind of have say your passport on your own account and then you're trying to put a comment on like that you, you just it's the different and it's mm. you won't you ain't gonna be doing it so it's all on them really i think so hopefully that's done a little something and they can step up and do something. No, fair play. No, very well said. I think last one on Leeds before we move on to Wells and, you know, life outside of football. But there's one man I wanted to ask you about, and that's Rafinha. Baller. <laughs> yeah. he is. He's cold, he's cold. All right, he is different, yeah. is it? Well, what's he saying in training? Is he twisting, twisting man up? <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah. Standard. He's, he, he's not just a game, a game day player, man. He's... Like he's a player that I really like because apart from just being Brazilian, having that flair, like his work rate's ridiculous. Mm. He's he's one of them people that if say we're doing a shooting practice and everyone's just having a laugh and that if he misses one or gets a technique wrong, he's like angry at himself. Mm. So like you know he's got that kind of like push. He's got them standards. That like every time, yeah, every time I gotta be hitting it properly, do you know what I mean? So, but yeah, he's, some of the stuff he's been doing is just outrageous. Magic, magic, magic tricks. Like, he's just, awesome. yeah, he's Brazilian. Like, he just <laughs> enjoys playing football. Like, it don't matter where he is, he just enjoys playing football. You can't. So was he one it. of them ones in, like, training before the Prem started? When you saw him, you're like, huh, this ah, guy's yeah. going to be a problem. <laughs> Straight away. 
murder ball sessions. It's long. Uh, <laughs> well, he's running for days. <laughs> he's just he's just running everywhere, getting on the ball, just going past people. But no, nah, yeah, he's he's just a joy to be around and watch as well. He don't speak too much English, but I get a sense that like we we do speak a little bit, and he's a good vibe, man. He's good. Yeah, when you play like that, you don't really need the English just yet, man. <laughs> Those performances. You just need them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that, yeah, he's been great. I think we've missed him as well. I know, obviously, we've still been on a good run and stuff, but he's been injured for a little bit and we, we have missed that kind of what he does bring to the table. Yeah, so last one on Leeds. Obviously, your contract is up end of next season I was speaking yeah. to a few Leeds fans and they were sort of saying yeah we want Tyler to stay what's happening with his future has there been any talks with Leeds about extending and adding a few more years on um, I think my agent has had like a, a talk with them about kind of what's going to happen in the future and stuff and I think it's it's one of them where the season is so close to ending, you just mm. stay focused on the last few games and then you sort that then, do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think it's all positive and like I said, I, I do love it at Leeds, like the, the city, the fans, like I've, the experiences that I'm getting is is great. So I'm, I'm happy. No. Yeah, that's cool. We didn't even mention the fans. I think Leeds fans probably the most one of the most <laughs> passionate in the Prem. You talk so about like, Leeds, you got yeah, marching on together, all of yeah, that stuff, yeah, yeah, all, all of that, that good stuff. Yeah, no, they're they're ridiculous. They're crazy and everything. So it's been a shame that they ain't been here this season. But next season or even the West Brom game, the last game, it's just gonna be like a party, man. I know what they're like. It'll be crazy. And they have every reason to party because you guys have had a terrific <laughs> season this season. So moving on to international life, um, obviously the Euros is coming up in the summer. What's your feeling towards that? Are you looking forward to it? Are you excited? Yeah, 100%. I think it's a tournament that obviously you don't, many people don't get these chances. So if, if you get a chance to play in it, you're just buzzing about it. No, definitely. And I think last Euros, we saw, you know, 2016, Wales got to the semi-final, obviously beating Belgium in that epic game. And there was sort of like a siege mentality. You could see seeping throughout the club or the country. Everyone was together. We saw the love hearts on the pitch. Do you see that same sort of chemistry between this bunch of lads? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think we're just... We're all just humble people. Like we're all just enjoy going there, just being like being with each other. We do a lot of like team stuff together, quizzes and, and all of that. So it's always like a good vibe to be fair. So I think because of that kind of culture that we do have there, it just gets taken onto the pitch and it's shown in like some of the results that we've been getting and the teams that we've been like facing. I think it's I, this last few years has been crazy because it's like Leeds and Wales. It's like just been exciting. Both mm. both teams have just been exciting. So I definitely feel that, yeah. No, definitely, definitely. Um, obviously, the manager, Ryan Giggs, there's been a bit of uncertainty over his future. So has that almost... Or has that hindered the preparations? Has there been any talk in the camp? Do everyone 
Do you know what's going to happen in the summer? Do you know what's going on? No, I think the obviously the assistant coach Rob Page is mm. he's took the last couple of camps and he knows what we've been doing. Like he he was there when Ryan Giggs was with us, so I think he's just kind of taking over and it'll be the same way of playing, the same this just the same. But obviously, yeah, he's I don't think Ryan Giggs is gonna be there. Yeah, so talking about your group, I know you've got Italy, you've got Switzerland as well. Those are sort of some challenging games. So how do you rate your chances against that sort of opposition? Yeah, I think we've, I still think we've got a great chance, to be honest. I think it's a group where you're not looking at like, like, this is going to be a madness. Like everyone's, everyone's just cold, everything. But I think we, we definitely look at that group and, got a chance of getting through no that, that makes sense yeah no definitely so let's let's move things on obviously life outside of football we know that you're into a lot of stuff outside the game <laughs> so in terms of if we had to mention music what what kind of music are you rocking with at the moment oh music <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're getting me involved now i'm going on my playlist <laughs> You know, music, yeah, I just, I obviously enjoy, like, hip-hop and R&B. Who are you feeling at the minute? Who am I feeling at the minute? <laughs> you got Jake, Young mm-hmm. Fog just brought out that new one. Um, you, who's that? Ah, is it TC? He's been on fire at the moment. That's the sort of vibe that I like, though. Like that Drake kind of like. Yeah, so outside of football and obviously music, we speak to a lot of footballers and they've yeah. got different vices some gaming, some property, some fashion. What sort of things outside of football are you actually interested in? People always like, at football and stuff like that, yeah, the boys are always like, oh, you. Warzone and that. I'm just like, oh, I never played PS4, like PS5 wow. now. PS5. Even yeah. now you know. <laughs> yeah. I, even got, I even got a PS5. I'm still talking about PS4. But uh, nah, I don't play gaming. Um, I think I just come home. I just chill. I've just got recently got a dog. So yeah, been kind of getting friend. used to Yeah, I've been getting used to that, kind of taking some responsibility and that. Um, I like series. I'm a big okay, like. Yeah. I love watching series and stuff like that. So, are you watching? I'd probably moment? say that. Are you watching? I ain't got nothing going on at the moment, okay. to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I've seen well, that news, murder ball, that murder <laughs> ball, been killing you. Yeah, I've been napping. I'm a big nap lover as well. Yeah, okay, <laughs> 12, yeah. You need twelve hours sleep on the outside. <laughs> I come home from murder ball. Yeah, I need yeah. at least two hours, man. Mm, but um yeah i'm I'm, i watch series and that you know you know what's mad it's it's a question that i don't think i've asked the footballer before but how do you deal with the fame because your reputation is growing every week you're on tv every week you're putting in top performances for leads you must go to the shopping center people are saying hold on is that that title (laughs) you get what i'm trying to say so how do you deal with that as a player like how do you manage the, the fame because it must be difficult it's difficult in a way that like anything that you're doing or like Leeds is obviously a 
a big football town and it's like a proud football town. So you go in, like you say, you go into the shopping centre, you can see the, the person in the corner, like, looking like, is that him? Like, is he there? And then, you know, I got the ponytail now, so I can't even hide. Like, sometimes I got the hat on and I have to and put the, the mask, hood around the, the back mask, as well. And, so the mask. Like, and the mask, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all right like that. But I enjoy it, to be fair. Mm. Like, I'm not sure how I'll feel in five years or whatever, but, like, I, I'm just, like, I'm just a chilled person that, you could just come up to me and I'll just have a conversation like I don't mind the interaction and kind of feeling the love and trying to give out some love as well so I'm just yeah I'm cool with it I think the main thing is like you feel like you're being watched a lot which is difficult like you can't just go out and just be free whatever you're doing is kind of like you feel like someone's always watching you but that just comes with the the job really yeah so as a young player obviously you're 22 how do you sort of manage that circle of friends because we spoke to Micah Richards and he was like when he was young there was a lot a lot of like hangers-on people that wouldn't tell him if he's doing something wrong yeah so within your circle like have you got people that maybe if you're doing something wrong they rein you back in and say listen Tyler you shouldn't be doing that your football career is more important sort of thing yeah, 100% know about when you're younger. But on the friends thing, yeah, you, you have to have people around you, especially if you are growing and you are becoming a bit more known, that will just like look out for you. And if they're not on the same energy that you're on, then you, they're, not, they're not helping you elevate. So mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a big thing that I've obviously learned in the last few years that, I need people around me that are on the same kind of mindset and it kind of helps me feed off them and they can feed off me as well. No, that, that makes sense. So if there's one thing that you've learned from growing, becoming a professional footballer, and if there was something that was going to be taught in the curriculum to teach young pros, what sort of module would you introduce? I think just... Um, I would go on the like dealing with the pressures and like just like a whole kind of lifestyle and who like you said, who you've got around you, who you're talking to. I'm someone that's quite open. Like I've got a psychologist that is amazing. Like and it's something that I've kind of always been into, but I never really took the benefits from it until like maybe like a year ago. And it's not even when people say like you got a psychologist, it's like, Alice, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And it's just like, yo, like <laughs> there's nothing wrong with me. I'm just yeah. making sure that I stay mm-hmm. sharp and mm-hmm. like my mental health's good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just having people that you can just be humble with, just talk to, just be yourself really. Cause a lot of times you'd be out there and you can't really say what you want to say or act how you want to act. So you need to have that. In a, like, in a private environment. No, oh, definitely. And in terms of drip, obviously I'm on your Instagram <laughs> right now and seeing that you're, you're strong on your You're going to throw up a couple of photos on this, yeah? <laughs> I've been doing a bit lately, you know. I just put, I even got it here, yeah. I just bought this. 
<laughs> wow, you're ready, ready yeah, for those yeah, pictures. Yeah, 4K, 4K. Coming, sunshine. Yeah. So who's leading the way in terms of the drip in the Leeds camp? Who's the one that comes into training and everyone's like, raw? Yeah, the swag is cold. Comes into training, yeah. or are we talking oh, if we're okay. going? Yeah, if, if you're if going up. Yeah, night out. Ah, uh, me. <laughs> yeah, Calv, Calv looks like he's got a bit. No, Calv's got drip. Calv's got yeah. drip for sure. Calv's got drip. Um, he's getting there on my level, but he's he's, he's <laughs> good. He's good. <laughs> you know, Luke Halen, Luke Halen dresses well. It's uh, he's a he's a funny geezer as well. He's a sick guy. Um, I don't really know. I'd I'd say Alioski actually is in like if he's coming into training yeah. and you're like, yeah, you've you've had a go today. Like <laughs> it's him. I just come in like I'm not I'm not really bothered what, about what, like, tracky. Tracky. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, just, <laughs> it's the morning and that I'm just quick tracky, just in training, just like yeah. I'm not really too fussed, but yeah, if we go out then. I'll have a go like. Yeah, so I wanted to sort of maybe round up on like a quick fire round in terms of like, what's the best team that you've come up against this season? City. City. Man City, yeah. So I what was it about be, them? Yeah. There was a game, the game against Man United away at Old Trafford. I didn't play in it, but I was on the bench, but we was, yeah, we was holding some fire that game. <laughs> I think it was like, First ten minutes, it was like two or three minutes, and I was like, "Whoa!" I was just sat there like, "Whoa!" That was quick. Like yeah. <laughs> McTominay just turned it on quickly. But um, I think just in terms of like the way that they set up Man United, that game was was very good. So they kind of like made it real difficult for like, our style of play to work. So I think yeah, they they was very good. Obviously, I didn't play, but. In a game that I've played in Man City for sure. And best player that you played against this season? I was just about to say Fernandinho, yeah. Ooh. He's old, but this guy can run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Just, he can run. Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't expect it. I thought um, man marking. I'm like, yeah, I might just be able to catch a breath this game. <laughs> Next thing I know, he's just darting off my back. I'm just like, oh no. And if he yeah. can't, if he can't make it, we'll make sure it clips you. Yeah, them dark arts, <laughs> yeah. them dark arts. Rafinha, yeah. that's that's how we got injured. Rafinha got caught, <laughs> got caught lacking. But uh, yeah, he, he's he's very he, he was very hard to play against. Man, he was just clever. Like the times where I'd come close to him, and then like kind of take my eye off him for a second, I'd look back and he's gone. So oh. he made it difficult. Yeah. So what about the best stadium that you visited this season away from home? You know the best pitch, yeah? Newcastle. Mm, that mm. pitch was crisp. Yeah, big as well. That pitch was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it, when, when the fans are there and that, that would be a good... I heard Harry Kane say it the other day, actually, that that's like one of his favourite places to play at because the fans and... I mean, bangs. It's bangs the stadium, again. yeah. Gets the oh, does he, yeah? Because <laughs> <laughs> he got stacks again. Well, he gets goals against everyone, did it? Yeah, you're not right. <laughs> what would you say surprised yeah. you the most about the Premier League? Just, like, the kind of, the mental, like, fatigue that you'll get from the games and stuff. 
like you have to be switched on for 90 minutes like there's no two ways about it like you have to make sure that you're you're just in the game constantly I think if you switch off in the pen it's like someone would like sense it and take advantage of that a few times like I said against City I switched off and I was ball watching and then Fernandinho's gone so it's just like yeah you gotta be switched on at all times so what's one thing that you believe changed from the season where you almost got promoted to the season that you got promoted? What's the one thing? I think just being in that situation. Like we was, like I said, the, the lads the year before was like good at the start of the season. They kind of dropped us. But we was in a situation that first year where we nearly got promoted that was like so high pressure. And like, I think none of us really, we none of us really knew how to handle it, to be honest. It was like the expectation and I don't know if they did this on purpose, but we was playing before Sheffield United every time. <laughs> okay, so what, <laughs> did you feel that pressure? It's kind of like you have to win, else you're yeah. going to give them a bit yeah. of like confidence already going into their game. So you're like, like yeah, we've got to play this pressure. game and we're thinking about their game after. And like you're thinking about their game before you even started playing your game. Yeah. It's, it's it does play it does play tricks on you. So I think having gone through that and kind of obviously it didn't happen, but then the next year when we was in the same situation, you see like we just kicked on and we ended up winning by like ten points or yeah. something. Yeah. So and for my final question, what what is next for, for Tyler Roberts, the footballer? Hopefully just carry on playing games and like you said at the start of the podcast I gotta start scoring some goals <laughs> seeing some celebrations and that yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah I'm just trying to build off this season especially um hopefully I'll be in the Prem next season with more games and more starts and I can start really showing my abilities and I think after this year of being fit for the the whole season, it's it's helped me going into next season already. Yeah. So you've had a terrific yeah, season. You've, you've yeah. been fantastic, bro. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah Euros yeah, as well goal. coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, Euros coming up. Hopefully, I'll get some goals there, man. <laughs> what are you targeting? You're targeting a goal before the end of this season? Do you think you can hit that target? Oh, yeah, I have to. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. Surely, man. Surely. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> I need to go down in Pat, man. You need to just give me a little tap in and that. Like, just, well, give you, you a penalty. Getting... <laughs> give you a penalty. That impossible. He's not giving me no yeah. penalty. Yeah. I'm sure my son would be out, so I won't be having that anyway. Penalty takers, the penalty yeah, takers. Yeah. Like yeah. Whether you're four nil up, like, six nil up, he lets, the, he lets the players take, he lets the players like, decide that, to be fair. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so. I think it was, I think Klitsch started at the start of the season taking them. And I think he's like, I think he missed and then he let Pat take and then Pat just ain't been trying to miss. <laughs> yeah, he wants them goals, wants yeah, them yeah. Play, bagging them in. Yeah, easy ones, haven't they? But, no, but this has been a pleasure, mm. Tyler. Like We appreciate you taking no, yeah, your time out it. to chop it up with you and talk a bit about your career. Obviously, you're still young, but you're playing a lot of Premier League games. So... 
hopefully the rest of the season, the next season, we can see you push on, kick on and cement yourself as a regular Premier League player. God willing, bro. Amen, amen. amen. We're going to leave it there. <laughs> As um, Tyler Roberts agreed earlier on in the podcast, he will be kind enough and generous enough to give a training top away um, to the best comment in the comments in the YouTube set section. So please leave a comment, like the video, and we'll be back for the next interview soon. Peace. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.